Whitney Holt admits she's rarely satisfied. There's a goal there, but as soon as I hit the goal, the next one, you know, that, that one quickly fades away and, and it's not as exciting anymore. And so I have to bring the next one in. Her life has been about growth, trying new things and finding a place where she can bloom. It was just the right time. It was the right job. Things just worked out, right? It was just a really good fit and I was super excited about it. Whitney has grown right along with the company. This is not the same Eastman that I worked for when I first started. This is the Voices of Eastman podcast, a celebration of the success, values, and people that have shaped Eastman's 100-year history. In this episode, you'll meet Whitney Holt, a business leader who's worked at Eastman sites in Tennessee and Illinois. She brings a varied background to her work, interests and experiences you might not expect from a business leader. It all began when she was a kid with stars in her eyes. For a very long time, I was going to be an astronaut. I went to space camp, even uh, took trips to Florida to watch rocket launch and, um, you know, things like that. Ultimately, it was sports, not rockets, that got her to college. She played softball and basketball, but an injury grounded her game, so she traded her sneakers for combat boots. I went to basic training wow. and, and loved it. Taking another unexpected turn, Whitney found a new interest in the military, and it was right out of the pages of a spy novel. Whitney was a Morse code interceptor. I would sit at a radio and, and listen to, uh, I would try to pick up on my targets and I would listen to beeps. Fluent in a foreign language, but one that no one cares about. With her service complete, Whitney returned to civilian life so she could complete her education. Where can I go to, to finish school and, and get a, a good degree and, and put some uh, experience to use? And, and I, I got credit for some of the work I'd done, my work history, of course, my military history, things like that. Two years later, with a finance degree in hand, Whitney found her next horizon close to home at Eastman. And just yeah. growing up in the area, just knowing the, the sort of the history and, and just being familiar with the company. Uh, there was a job posting. When I read the posting, I was like, oh my gosh, where else could I get this experience? What I didn't realize is it was like five postings in one. And so I thought it was this, <laughs> it was like this amazing job. <laughs> but it ended up, ended up being a really cool job anyway. That one role turned out to be an Eastman's procurement team, buying the parts Eastman's plants need to operate. She quickly discovered her job was crucial to ensuring safety for Eastman plant workers. The parts and pieces that we buy that, that may sometimes not get as much attention, but is, is extremely critical to Eastman operation. Things like gaskets, O-rings, and filtration filters. But just knowing what you were doing every day was to keep the plants running um, was just a really cool responsibility to have. Whitney's new career came at the same time she assumed new responsibilities at home as a mom. They're trying to prepare you, but you just don't get it until it happens, right? And uh, so now you know after it's happened, like, oh, okay, okay, now I understand what you're trying to tell me. A lot of fun. A new mom, and just a year into her career at Eastman, Whitney was just starting to get settled. That's when she found out about a new opportunity, one that would uproot her, her wife, and new baby. They'd have to move from the mountains of Northeast Tennessee, where she and her wife had lived most of their lives. You know, we were flexible and, and uh, still young enough, Jax was young enough, to where we could take advantage of, of relocating somewhere pretty far. So we, we packed up and moved to St. Louis. But choosing which side of the Mississippi River to live on was complicated. This was 2014, when the fate of same-sex marriage was still tied up in state and federal courts. Missouri and Illinois weren't in the same place when it came to LGBTQ rights. Whitney did not want to move if it meant putting her family's economic security at risk. So we spent some time evaluating 
what was most important to us. And at the end of the day, it was just where, where did we have more protection? Regardless of whether they lived in Missouri or Illinois, Whitney was worried court rulings and changes in state laws could leave her wife and child without benefits. So she gathered her courage and sent an email to Eastman HR. I was still a little reluctant to call and talk to somebody about benefits, even though I was out. I did not expect the email that I got. There was no um, life-changing words or, you know, no wonderful advice or anything like that. It was just a really warm, accepting email, just a just a, a regular email, right? But but that email, the way she sent, you know, the way she responded to me was probably a catalyst of, of me staying with Eastman. You know, we could have easily transferred to Saget, stayed in the big city, worked out my commitment with Eastman and found opportunities maybe that were a little, we thought were a little more uh, accepting of our our family. And uh, it it made me feel like, okay, this is a company, obviously, that Eastman was a a good company, right? They were were sort of walking the walk. Whitney describes her three years in Saget as a learning experience where she had the chance to develop skills that have served her later in her career. Since she and her family returned to East Tennessee, Whitney has seen the company grow when it comes to inclusion and diversity. Um, This is not the same Eastman that I worked for when I first started six six or so years ago. And so it's just really, really been cool to be part of the the company and watch it change and, and to support that in some way. Eastman's agility in adapting its culture to be more inclusive has also given it the flexibility to respond to the global COVID-19 pandemic. Honestly, I couldn't be more proud or, or um, choose better people to work with in a situation like that. It's, I mean, this is a stressful time for a lot of people and you see a lot of people changing roles and, and, and to watch people change roles, be stressed and, and still working through with a smile on their face and collaborative and will answer the phone or, or help out anytime you need it. You can't ask for anything better than that. And Whitney says that email she received six years ago speaks to the big impact small acts can have in growing a company's culture. It's the things that people do when no one else is looking, and it's the little things. And those little things keep the plants running every day. If we're all not not doing those things when no one's looking, or if we're all not playing our part, we're doing the right thing um, and and helping others, um, it, it just it won't work. The Voices of Eastman podcast is a production of Eastman Corporate Communications. For more episodes, visit eastman.com slash voices.